Hey there, listeners. As I celebrate another trip around the sun, I want to show my gratitude for your incredible support. What a better way to do that than with a special contest just for you. What's up for grabs, you ask? Powerful quantum healing hypnosis session that could lead you on a transformative journey within yourself. Here's how to enter. Simply leave a review, listen to an episode, and leave a review on Spotify or Apple podcast platform, and then screenshot the review. Email or Instagram me. Send the screenshot to me via email at soultravelerpodcast at gmail.com or DM me on Instagram at I am Jennifer Mitchell. You can double your chances to win if you want to entries. Simply tag me on your Instagram story post with the screenshot of your review for an extra shot at winning. Your reviews and support mean the world to me, and I can't wait to gift one of you with this incredible opportunity. So start reviewing, screenshotting, and tagging for your chance to win. The contest will be ending on the first week of October, right after my birthday. The winner will be randomly selected and announced. So good luck and thank you for being part of this incredible journey. Welcome to the Soul Traveler Podcast, an exploration of conscious living with your host, Jennifer Mitchell of The Soul Experience. Join Jennifer as she explores the quantum realms of the subconscious mind and all aspects of spirituality. Driven by curiosity and a thirst for knowledge, topics will stretch the boundaries of your imagination and revive your mind, body, and soul. Hey there, fellow soul explorers. Welcome back to another insightful episode of The Soul Traveler. I'm your host, Jennifer Mitchell. Get ready because today promises an exciting journey as we dive into our deeply profound conversation with the amazing Sarah Curley. We're going to discover the world of light language, where we will discuss how to unlock its powerful frequencies and discover how it can help shift our reality. We will learn how to reshape our perception and manifest change. And we'll discuss the fascinating art of channeling, where Sarah will uncover the secrets of connecting with the higher frequencies. If you are a beginner to channeling, you definitely don't want to miss this one. So prepare to immerse yourself in the captivating conversation ahead as we venture into the realms of transformation, magic, and wisdom. Here we go. Hey, Sarah, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm doing good. It's really lovely to see your beautiful face and welcome you as a guest today. Thank you, Rob. It's nice to see your beautiful face as well. <laughs> yes. I, you know, I would love to just kind of get started and dive right in and learn about your journey and wonder if you can share with listeners about your path to spiritual awakening. Yeah, sure. I would love to. I love talking about that. <laughs> so I've been channeling and using light language or light codes as a form of healing for about, I'd say 10 or 11 years. I had a spiritual awakening uh, about 10 or 11 years ago, but I've been doing social media and have my own business with it probably for about four years. Uh, prior to that, I was doing channeling groups and doing in-person stuff. And then when COVID happened, I did everything online, but just backtracking with the light language. So about 10 or 11 years ago, channeling and light language for me was a lot less talked about or known. 
I think within the last maybe 10 years, channeling and light language has been more prevalent. You see a lot of people now in, on Instagram doing light language and YouTube, but at the time I had no idea what it was. And so I wasn't really seeking channeling out per se. I was just doing a lot of soul searching mm -hmm. like we all do. Like, who am I? What's my true purpose? And I was going through a divorce and I was struggling with self-esteem and I had a young child and I was just really trying to figure out who the heck I was. And I was doing a lot of meditation and learning Reiki and those things. And all of my psychic gifts kind of just exploded. So my clairaudience, my ability to hear spirit, clairvoyantly to see spirit. And I started doing automatic writing and I'm an artist. So I started doing channeling people's spirit guides. And I just was having this creativity explosion when I was around 33, I would say 33, 34. And then when I had my Reiki two attunement, what started to happening was I started to hear like words, like words. And it was like a soft whisper. And it was like, and then certain words would come and it was building and building until eventually I had no choice, but to just like let that pour out of me. I didn't know what it was. Like, I wasn't like, this is light language. I would just- Yeah, like, <laughs> what am I saying? So do you yeah. know, like when you're channeling the light language, do you know the meaning behind it? Or like keep those messages or downloads? How do you interpret that? Yeah, that's a great question. And that's a question, one of the top questions over the years, I have FAQs, like frequently asked questions. And that's a question I get a lot. So yes and no. So that depends, right? There are certain times because light language or light codes, they're all heart-based, intuitive-based, right? It's not logic-based language. There are certain times there's not a literal translation where you would like go on a dictionary and look up a word. It's just an intuitive feeling. Like I feel, right? There yeah. are certain times where feel like I'm not supposed to tune into that. Mm -hmm. If I'm channeling for someone, I'm just supposed to, I'll say to them, listen, I feel like this is a communication for you. Mm -hmm. So just open up your heart to receive it. You'll get the download. You might not understand, but days later, you might just have this epiphany. So that's right. Like, it's just like, they're popping it in there, but it's a code. So you don't have to. And there are other times where I'm like, back and forth English light language, back and forth English light language, where I feel like this is what's being said. So I think it's just appropriate to utilize the English when it's needed or when I feel I have to kind of, this is what I'm hearing because I do get English in my head sometimes when I'm speaking light language. So that's my cue, speak the English. And there are other times where it's just sound, right? Right. It's just like music or sound where... If you listen, I always say to people, like, if you listen to Mozart, you're not always like, what is he trying to say? You're just feeling the music. You're feeling, oh, that makes me feel good. It's no words, just feeling, just energy, right? Music does that, sound does that, and the light quotes can be for that purpose. But other times it can also be communication. So I guess as the channeler, yeah. it's your discernment to feel like, ooh, keep your mouth shut. Don't just allow the energy to come out or, ooh, they need to hear this message in English. Like it's a case-by-case -case basis and intention-based too, intention-based. Yeah. So going back just a little bit about your journey, would you say that a catalyst maybe for awakening was the event of like going through the divorce or was that like your catalyst? Because I hear oftentimes from people that a traumatic event or a certain thing 
that happened yeah. is what sparked the awakening. It seems like trauma, for whatever purpose, like cracks us wide open spiritually. Yeah, I love how you say cracks us. Okay, so there's an oracle deck I have, and one of the cards is like the cracking open or something, and it I have chills, and that's exactly what it is, right? Because it allows us to let go of what no longer serves us, and when we do that, we create the space for more. So yeah, so I was about 33, and I met my ex-husband when I was in college. I was 18, and I was lost and confused and looking for, like, we're all searching for who we are. Yeah. And I, we got married when I was 25, 26. So I was with the same person from 18 to like 32, 33. And when we separated, it was a loss of identity. Mm-hmm. And I had a small child. And absolutely, I was like, who am I? And since then too, like we have constant endings in our life. And with every ending, with every trauma, with every painful ending, there's always some kind of spiritual growth, always some kind of the next level and not right because it, it never ends, right? There's always this layering of more growth, healing inside, coming out, reborn, healing inside, coming out, reborn, right? Yeah. So 100%, the divorce and loss of identity and self-confidence, self-esteem. Yeah. Like transitioning into more of like a spiritual path. I know that fear of judgment being judged by people, it holds a lot of us back. I'll be honest and transparent. It held me back for so long. I was like, people may think I'm crazy, yeah. you know? And so I would imagine that there's people listening to this right now that might feel the same way. Like maybe they want to step into like more of a spiritual role or, you Absolutely. know, out of the spiritual closet, let's say like, what was your experience like with that? Did fear of judgment hold back at all? Great, that's such a great question. Cause I still, to be quite honest, I still deal with that. I still do, even though I'm very, like you said, you went on Instagram, you saw my videos. And there's a couple of points I want to make with that. Yes, I've experienced a lot of judgment, especially when I started channeling Jesus. And when I was channeling light beings, a lot of people, like when I was channeling Jesus, there was like, oh yeah, right. And a lot of people like with the light language, crazy comments like she's a witch and you're whacked and this is psychotic and I think the judgment part like it used to like like I I felt like it was a knife in my heart (laughs) because I'm just being so pure about it like this is who I am I have no choice even if I try to pursue something else and believe me I have I've tried more conventional paths Mm -hmm. because the path of a channeler and a healer is not the conventional path but it's my soul path and I have no other choice because if I try to go down other pathways, it always leads back to this path. We're going to talk about that in a minute. <laughs> I think it's just who you are. There's no choice. I actually had a friend say to me the other night, you're brave, Sarah. And I was like, but I don't even see it as bravery because it's just who I am, right? Mm-hmm. But absolutely the judgment. And what's really helped me with the judgment piece, the biggest learning curve I had for those of you who are like really want to coming out of the spiritual closet, it's a reflection of them. It's not a reflection of you. Like it has literally nothing to do with you. Anytime somebody projects their stuff onto you, like you're evil, you're this, you're that. It's them talking about themselves. So it's fear. It's fear. It's just them. It's, and this is another thing too, as a light worker, your light can be a trigger for people's shadow. Mm -hmm. Light codes in particular are very high frequency. If I'm bringing in, let's say I don't know, six dimensional frequency energy and somebody has like entities or shadow and I'm streaming in darkness. They're not in this space to see it. Oh, Sarah's showing me my darkness. They're they're like, she's the dark one. 
So it's just this kind of like projection, really. That's all it is. It's a projection and it has nothing to do with you. But I, I think the planet is shifting now where there's a lot more people speaking the truth. And I think also when you start having more confidence, you attract less of these people mm -hmm. because there's just no room for it. And when you do attract these people, ask spirit, like, what are they showing me? Yeah. What are they showing me that I need to heal? And I went through that phase and occasionally it comes up still. I just laugh now. Like I had some guy post, so he commented something like, crazy diluted white lady or, or some weird and I just laughed I was just like that's so funny to me now you know you know it can be hard at first but everybody's gonna always judge it's human nature even you can be the most perfect person in the world like which nobody is of course but people are still going to judge you and say things and so I just kind of tell myself that and I just get less and less concerned with it as time goes on to you don't focus on it like you're it's all about focus, right? Like focus on the people who are like, oh my God, that's amazing. Cause I have so many people who are like, why am I choosing to focus on the one guy when I have all these people saying all these wonderful things? But if also too, like if you've had a lot of past lives of like persecution and those things can come up, right? But it's just all for healing. It's yeah. all, and a lot of us have, right? As light workers, we've had a lot of those lives. I'm sure you've had to. I'm a past so nutritionist, actually. That's what I do. <laughs> so yeah, <That's laughs> I've so seen right. a lot of that. Mm -hmm. You know all about that uh, past lives of uh, not only being a witch, but anytime mm -hmm. in history, there was somebody who spoke out loud about something. They they were, anytime anyone had any connection with God and they were vocal about it, right? They were met with God, horrible things, right? But that time is over and it is, it's over and there's no real threat now. It's just emotional threat, right? It's just, it's all in our mind, right? It's in your mind, right? And one thing that yeah. you said that really kind of resonated for me was how you tried to go back and do more conventional line of work because I actually had a, a time when too, like I was getting a little bit of pressure to go back. I used to be a senior executive in a bank and I fell in love. I do feeling uh, hypnosis and I really just fell in love. And it was my calling. And yes. my higher self told me I was to be a practitioner. So I made a decision to leave the executive world and step into the yeah. work. And there was a time when I was getting pressure to go back and Sarah, I applied and I had a very solid leadership background. I mean, it could lead a team of 230 people in my sleep easily. I applied for 217 jobs. And I went after mm -hmm. sending out emails on LinkedIn, introducing myself, requesting interviews, expressing as a candidate. I really got one solitary single phone call. How yeah. did that happen? Like I literally, even on like my ND, like 217 jobs and I went after it and nobody called me back. I said, if that's a lot of sign from the universe, then I don't know I'm what so it is. Yeah, that happened to me too. So I have a master's in social work. And it's funny too, because my channeling gifts, my light language and my trans channeling ability actually kicked in right after I registered for my master's program and signed up and meet. So I feel like if it happened before, I might not have, but I know I was meant to do that for a reason. But anyway, after when I graduated, I had all these connections, like 
the girl in my internship left her job and she was like, you have my job guaranteed. It fell through. I had some other guy who was like, I could get you a job. I worked there guaranteed fell through. There was always something blocking me. Same thing happened to me, but I guess we're blocked for a reason. It's right. It's like when you says no, it's a hard no. (laughs) Even like the times where I've gotten off my path Mm -hmm. and I try to push hard, like you said, like you go after something in your mind because you think I'll get sick or like there'll be something that'll happen. I'll be like, no. So I'm just like everyone else. We have to learn the hard way sometimes, right? (laughs) We're human. It's just like we need those lessons sometimes. But I do feel no matter what I do, I'll always be led back to just this path even if I resist it, right? (laughs) Yeah, I definitely agree. And I know other people who have experienced something very similar to that when the universe wants you to take a certain path and you know it and you feel it, but you try to resist, it just stops. Yeah, I was saying, like you said, your higher self is like, no, you're going to do this. Hey, soul travelers, pardon the interruption, but I just have to tell you about quantum healing hypnosis because one session forever changed my life and now I'm living my purpose to help others just like you. I was so lost in my life and absolutely miserable in my career until I received the guidance needed from my higher self. Now I'm spreading awareness about the life-changing modality of quantum healing hypnosis. In one single session, we will spend the day journeying deep into your subconscious mind and unlock the hidden wisdom within. We'll revisit a past life, explore what your soul does between lifetimes, Your subconscious mind will scan your body, looking for health concerns, and perform self-healing. You'll even connect directly to the Akashic Records so that you could get your most important life questions answered. Quantum healing hypnosis is absolutely nothing like a traditional hypnosis session. And you know that everything is 100% legitimate because nothing is being filtered through a third-party practitioner, and your higher self will never misguide you. Your session is audio recorded so that you can listen back and play all of the advice that your higher self spoke to you under hypnosis. So if you're ready for personal growth and a positive change, then it's time to discover the essence of who you truly are. Book a session with me today at thesoulexperiences.com. Now back to the show. I love to shift gears a little bit and talk about quantum shifting. One of my favorite topics involves the idea of you're changing our reality by shifting perspectives, right? Yeah. And can you explain maybe to listeners a little bit about your interpretation of quantum shifting and how is it related to a helpful tool that they can use to change their reality? Yeah, I love that. I love that conversation. I love talking about the quantum, right? Like everybody's talking about quantum, quantum. It's such like a hot word now. So for me, like, I obviously am an avid reader, learner. I love to learn. I love to watch videos. But when I get a download, like it's mirrored to me within the information I get from the outside world. So like I'll receive it within myself from my guides or like a channeling download. And then it's like, whoa, when I see it everywhere, right? I've read a lot of Joe Dispenza, I'm sure his work and talks about the quantum. Like, so it came through for me in a channeling, but also in other obviously teachers, the quantum is the idea that there is only one moment, that everything is happening now, right? The understanding that there is no past, there is no future, that your future pertains to the now moment. It's how you're thinking and feeling in the present moment. Like everything is just a vortex, right? The quantum field is this vortex 
And within this vortex exists like all of these potentials, right? Like all of these possibilities. My guides literally showed me it's like a swirling vortex and each possibility, like the stars behind you, it's just a point of light. It's just the potential and it already exists. So I think as human beings, I always thought we have to create our reality. We have to make it happen. This idea of like working hard, like I have to literally go out, make this happen. But yet, whenever I tried to do that, it always felt really impossible versus the times that I just was like, I don't know. And like things just came to me. But I was always like, why is that? Like, why? So that would happen, but I consciously didn't understand like why until I really realized that my guides, the download was like, everything has already been created for you. So it's not about trying to create it because it exists. Like if you can conceive of it as a potential, it's a potential there. It already exists in the quantum field. So literally all you have to do to quantum shift, right? To shift is to embody the feelings and thoughts that match that potential. It sounds really easy. And then you'll be like, wait, but how do I do that? Right? So a good tool is just using your imagination yeah. and thinking about something you want to manifest, right? So if you, I don't know if you've heard of, I'm sure you've heard of Neville Goddard, right? If he talks oh, yeah. about going, yeah, love him, right? Right. He always talks about the law of assumption, so assume it's yours. I don't really do the law of attraction. I do the law of assumption. I, I assume and I act as if. Yes, act as if it's yours, right? And that's the quantum, the now moment. So it's literally mine now. And when you start to use your imagination and go to the feeling, he talks a lot about going to the feeling. When you use your imagination and you go to the feeling, like it has no choice but to show up in your reality. It's just a matter of time. Spirit gave me the analogy actually yesterday. I was doing a writing and they says like, we doubt, but there's no reason to doubt because when you plant a seed, what do you have to do? You have to dig a hole, you plant a seed, you put dirt on top, you water it, you give it sun and it's guaranteed to grow. Mm -hmm. You don't sit there and plant. You don't sit there and focus like, come on, plant, grow, plant, grow, plant, grow, plant, grow, plant. You don't need to do that. The universe knows you planted it. That's the seed of your desire. All you have to do is give it water, give it sunlight. So good feeling, good intention. And it's a guarantee that it will grow. So I think we just block ourselves, right? We do. And we it's just about intention. I mean, intention really plays such a huge process in quantum shifting. So it's going to manifest in the reality. Yeah. And it has no choice then. Something like I listen to a lot of Abraham too. And I just like, it's good to listen to channeled stuff because throughout my day as a human being, we always forget. So it's good to have reminders, no matter what you do, just some reminders, listening to something that just reminds you. And they said something and I was like, wow, that's so true. If you're trying to manifest something and it feels impossible, like you want it, but you're feeling it's impossible. That's because it's not, close to shifting. It's not yet in your vortex. It's very far. But when you start to work on that and it starts to, wow, that's the next logical step. Then it's about to manifest because then you quantum shifted and you're now in the vortex of that potential. Yeah. But when it feels very impossible, it's only because it's not yet close to you. That's the only reason why. So what are the thoughts and feelings that I need to shift Right. That's it. Yeah. 
I need to start thinking I am that, right? I already am. And that not only think it, but actually feel it. And that can be challenging for a lot of people, right? Like, how do I feel it if I don't already have it? Because we're so used to getting it first and then feeling, ah, if I get the money, then I'll feel happy. If I get the boyfriend, then I'll feel happy, right? Mm-hmm. But you have to feel it before it. <laughs> Something that you said is like when you say, I want this, or even like words like that, like the word want or wish, that comes from a mindset that you don't already have it. And so that I'd like to kind of clarify yeah. for listeners, a lot of assumption doesn't come from a place of want or wish or I'm going to, because those are all things, assuming you're, that's your conscious mind telling you that you don't have it, it hasn't happened yet. So with a lot yeah. of assumption, you act as if it already happened, as if you already have it. I'm so happy yeah. that I do this line of work. So I think you brought up a great point too with the word want. Mm-hmm. So for a while, like it always kind of stumped me. Like, how do I talk about my manifestations? Because there's the word need too. Like I need this. I need money. I want money. So I asked spirit to kind of show me, is there a difference between want or need? And I kind of felt like there is, I feel like need comes from lack. Like, right. right? I feel want is a little different. Want is like a desire and desires are okay. It's okay to have desires because you don't have to justify your desires. I want something because I want it. When need is more like, I need this because I don't have it. And if I don't have it, then it's a lack. So just, I know it can be confusing for people like, well, if if I'm already acting, like, how do I know? Like, what if I want something? It's okay to want something Mm -hmm. just as long as you're not longing and needing. Right. Right. Like, yeah. Right. Like, it's okay to say, Mm -hmm. I want a house. I desire it, but not to focus on, I need it or I don't have it let that desire be and then go to the assumption, then go to the end, right? Like have the desire and then say it already is. It's not staying because sometimes I think some manifestation practices, like for me, I don't resonate with the vision board necessarily. I feel like I'm fixating on some of these practices of like, I don't have it. I don't have it. I'm fixating on on it. I don't know if that makes sense. It's it's almost personally, but I don't, Fix, I try not to fixate on it. And that's actually a really good point because when you become fixated on something, you miss out on other things that could come your way. I have it, um, I have like a visual one, like my desktop is kind of like my vision board. And so I see it and it's there and it's kind yeah. of round, but it's not something I fixate on. And we just recently had Lionsgate a few days ago and yeah. my son and I went back and we opened our manifestations from last year that we wrote. We had this little Lionsgate box and we put them in there and he showed me his, which is fine. It was private for him. But everything that I wrote down, it happened. I wanted to travel the world, which I did. I went in Asia for eight weeks this year and we went all over and I wanted to transition into full-time remote work and helping people remotely. And I, you know, I launched my podcast. I do have sessions now full-time. And so everything that I had written down then, then I was like, wow. That's amazing. It feels so good, right? Yes. It's like, it's really Set it and forget it. Like you think about it, you plant that seed, like you said, and then you yeah. go on and, and you have the like, this is happening and it will come true. Yeah. Yeah. You have to leave from it. Absolutely. Yeah. Something that I'd like to talk about that I've been encountering, again, uh, I do quantum healing hypnosis. And so I work with people, consciousness, we're always connecting with the fifth dimension. And to your point earlier, I do also want to say, absolutely, it's my professional opinion. Everything I've uncovered as a practitioner is that everything is happening simultaneously all at once in the now. 
when I talk with people's subconscious higher self, they, it doesn't have a concept of time. Like if I ask you like a time-based question under hypnosis, it'll say, I don't understand, or it can't quantify time because there is no time. So absolutely to your point earlier, everything is happening all at once in the quantum, but something that's been happening a lot for my clients is we've been getting a lot of messages, a lot of downloads. I have people coming to me saying I'm receiving like, I'm hearing things, I'm getting symbols and I'm seeing things and I don't know what to do. And what what advice would you have for someone who's maybe starting to channel things and they don't know what to do with this information or they're feeling overwhelmed or scared or nervous? What would you say to someone who's just beginning on that? Yeah, that's really interesting, right? It's happening a lot lately, Sarah. Like almost every session I have, people are being activated like everywhere. This is a very transformative time for us right now. Wow, that's so cool to hear. Because mm-hmm. sometimes I'm removed from that, and I don't know. I don't know because I had my awakening like 11 years ago, and I don't always know like are people actively waking up. But that's really interesting. But you could send them my way. <laughs> but yeah, so I would say, don't be afraid. Don't be scared, right? Because fear is a lower vibration. Mm-hmm. I noticed too that there are some comments. If I see people giving light language activations, like people have this fear that. If I don't know where it's coming from, it could be a trickster. It could be not safe or don't be afraid of that. Yeah, I've heard heard that too. Yeah, don't be afraid of that because really you can only be vulnerable to something like that if you're inviting that in. And, And if you don't allow it, you're a sovereign being. So nothing can manipulate you. Nothing can drag you under. Nothing can... You just ask for more awareness. So if you're getting downloads, if you're seeing symbols, I think it's important for you to create some time for stillness, Mm. to open up to receive and ask. I'd like more understanding on what this means, please. I'd like more guidance on what I should do next, please. Please show me a teacher who can help me. Please give me an answer. Please give me the download of, should I share this information? Should this information be for me? Just open up a dialogue with the universe. Yeah. Ask some questions, see what comes forward. And then, like you said, step away from it. Don't have expectations. And you'll be given some more guidance. Someone will pop up, a video will pop up, or you'll see, oh my God, that's what that means. Or, oh my God, I should join this group. Or, oh my God, I should make a session with so and so. Or, oh my God, I should. And you'll be guided. So just trust. I think you're right. A lot of people are being activated because. There's so much light that's flooding the planet now and we're shifting now to a higher frequency, higher vibration. We're going, we're leaving third dimensional consciousness. We're going into fifth dimensional consciousness. And since you do Kiwi HHT and you, you probably know about Dolores Cannon, right? Yeah. Dolores Cannon changed my life. She was so ahead of her time. And I've actually seen her. There's a video. I have to find it where she talks about, I don't know when this video was, it was probably nineties where she talks about there's going to be more and more people receiving symbols, receiving codes, receiving, and it's activations and it's knowledge, it's wisdom, encoded wisdom and knowledge in the form of codes and Mm -hmm. symbols. And that's what light language is really, they're codes. So if you're trying to interpret it, that's another thing with your logical mind, it's going to be more difficult. So it's about opening up the heart frequency and creating that relationship with the heart that's going to allow you to interpret it. So this is a download and this is going to allow you to integrate it 
integration is going to be so important. I'm so glad we're having this conversation because this is good for me to understand that maybe how I can help people. It's coming through a lot, Sarah. One thing that you said that kind of resonates for me is some of my clients we were afraid that it was a trickster. And so they were like, how do I protect? How do I know? And I told mm-hmm. them to envision yourself in the white pyramid of light because it's the strongest, most yeah. powerful force in the universe. What yes. Is that what you do? Or how do you protect yourself from a trickster or something? Yeah. Coming through? Would that even happen? I feel like if we're aligned with the light and we're in a, you know, a star seed, like yeah. that's not even possible is my opinion. Yeah. What would you tell, say to somebody that's feeling that way? Yeah, this is also a great conversation to have because there are a lot of people I know who are light workers or is like something's attaching to me, something's draining my energy. So and I'm like, come on, like what's going on with you? Like, why is this keep on happening? So here's something that's a good rule of thumb. This is how you know if it's a trickster. Mm-hmm. Divine light, like divine beings, they will never make you feel bad and they'll never take away your free will. They'll never command you to do something like, even like you said, you got a nudge from your higher self to do quantum healing hypnosis. It wasn't like your higher self said, said, Jennifer, you have to do this or else this, there wasn't like an ultimatum. Like it didn't make you feel uncomfortable. Right. No, I was excited. It's just, yeah, it's exciting. It's a good <laughs> feeling. It's like, oh my God, for me, I'm transitioning more now to like doing like writing and singing and content. And it's this exciting feeling. So I'm not getting this thing from the universe that says you have to stop doing this or else. And nothing will ever make you feel bad. So that if something's making you feel bad or giving you ultimatums, it's not from the highest. It's not from Christ consciousness. And you can say like, listen, are you from Christ consciousness? Are you from, and they have to answer you, by the way. Right. They have to answer you. I know that so, Doubt was sinking in, doubt about you're crazy, like these messages aren't real. And so that is what one of my clients is saying. Like, and I was like, I don't, I think that is the ego or that is the logical mind. I call it Mr. Ninja (laughs) trying to sabotage what's good because, like, the sneak in and plant those seeds of doubt is. Um what did you say, Ninja? <laughs> Mr. Ninja often will pop into our sessions and I can always tell, I'd be like, well, I, I don't know if this is real. Like, you know, we're not, we're not analyzing yeah. that. It's the analyzer. Like, so try to That's- analyze and quantify and make sense of things. And it, it's like a saboteur. So it is. Yeah, I love how you said, Mr. Ninja. Yeah, it's tricky. It's sneaky. It's that's the tricks, right? That's it's the ego, really. It's not, Mm -hmm. it's the doubt. And that question is this real? So I used to think, like, when I first started channeling and the light language came through and then the English came through and I was speaking. And so something would speak through me and channel through me. But at the same time, my ego would be present. I'd be like, is this real? So it would still be happening to me and I would still doubt. So if you have that thought, right? Here's a good question. What is real? Yeah. Like ask that question because people say, is it just my imagination? And I'm like, well, what is the imagination really? What's the difference between imagination and reality? Your imagination is creating reality. Even Einstein has quotes about the imagination being the gateway. It is. Wisdom and yeah. yeah, imagination is actually the gateway to the quantum. That's how we get there. Because when your imagination is flowing, you, you have this sense of freedom and there's not you're not bound by the conscious mind. Yeah. So really embrace imagination. And yeah, that's I mean, why we were given imagination. Yeah. There's a purpose. It's your tool for manifestation. Mm-hmm. So 
just those questions, like be wary of those ego questions, yeah. right? Is it real? How do I know? How, when, should it? Like all those things, like let them go because you're not going to get anywhere. You're just going to be in that loop. And also like ask yourself, like, if, does this feel good to be in this loop? No. Okay. If it doesn't feel good, that means I'm not in alignment because when I'm in alignment, it feels good. And leave it at that. It can be as simple as that. And don't let it complicate things for you. But you're right. When it's first happening, it can be a little Mm -hmm. confusing. How do you know? How do you know? How do you know? But I do think for me, like, I think that's why I awakened maybe 11 years ago. So I could help people now. So I do have some experience like, oh, I went through that. And if you are going through it, there's somebody who already went through it. You can find that and just ask for spirit. Show me the person who can give me, whether it's in a YouTube video or it's in a podcast, or there's someone there to guide you through it. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you so much for sharing your beautiful wisdom. I think the listeners are really going to get a lot of value from this conversation. And I plan on sharing this episode too with some of my clients. I think that uh, Uh, they'll really appreciate your guidance and wisdom on that. If listeners want to find you online, where, where can they go to find you? Sure. So I'm very active on Instagram and YouTube. So Sarah Asher Rose and on YouTube, Asher Rose Healing. I have a website, www.sarah-asherrose. Everything is Asher Rose. That's my spiritual name. And yeah, you can connect to me. I make content about three times a week on YouTube. I'm almost daily or every other day on Instagram. And I do lives from now and again. If you want to download a copy of my free guide, 10 Ways to Remember Your Light Language, you can do that. That's on my website. They'll get a nice little guide and then you'll be on my email list and you'll always get notified. I send content. I think about three times a week. I let you know when I make videos just to keep you in the loop and keep you connected and give you reminders. And from time to time, I do workshops, uh, contemplating, doing a membership. I don't know. I don't know what's, what'll happen, but <laughs> it's certainly find me on YouTube and Instagram if you want to see and hear more of me. Yeah. Beautiful. Thanks for sharing. I'll make sure to include all of those links in the show notes and I'll include your free guide in the show notes as well. So thank you so much for coming on to the show today. I really enjoyed our conversation. Me too. Thank you everyone. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by the soul experience, quantum healing hypnosis. Are you ready to embark on an inward journey of quantum healing? Quantum Healing Hypnosis is the most profound method of inner work and self-healing someone can do while on a spiritual path. In a single session, you experience past life regression, exploration between lifetimes, self-healing performed by your subconscious, release of trapped trauma, and answers to your most important life questions. Your higher self has a message for you and is here to help you and guide you on this life journey. Book a session today with Jennifer Mitchell at thesoulexperiences.com.